Welcome to the world of digital sound. Hey there, good people of the internet. Welcome, welcome. This is a podcast story. And uh, this is Ken, by the way, just in case you didn't know what I was. Uh, guys, um, this is... Uh, oh, God. Um, right, th- this is one that I've been kind of saving in the wings because we've had a number of quite serious ones of late and I thought I'd give you this one. Uh, now, what I will do is just qualify it. I'll just say that all nuns, some... All of it, none of it, maybe bits of it, all of it may or may not be true. It is up to you, the listener, to decide whether or not you think any part or all parts or no parts are true and leave your comments in the comments section. Also, all characters related to, related to in this uh, podcast are fictional unless otherwise stated or maybe not. I don't know. Look, it's a disclaimer, all right? It, it just, look, I'm just covering my own back here. Do you mind? I mean, come on. <laughs> I just don't want anyone suing me. Right, okay. This one is about Nat, right? Um, now, I've already got the chewing gum in, and uh, I was thinking about this one last night, actually. I was, I was funny enough, lying in bed. And uh, somebody uh, had mentioned, you know, do you you ought to do another podcast story pretty soon. She haven't done one for a couple of weeks. And I was like, all oh, right, okay. Um, what well, could I do a podcast? Story. Who else did I know in my life that was interesting? And of course, I, I I was going back and thinking, well, yeah, a lot of serious characters in my twenties, uh, in my late teens, again, a lot of serious characters, a lot of heavy guys. Um, go back a little bit further, and then I thought, Nat. Nat, I haven't done a podcast about Nat. Oh, I've got to do one. I've got to do one. Nat was a twat. <laughs> he just was. He just was. Uh, his name wasn't Nat either. It wasn't Nathan or anything like that. I'll tell you how he got the name. And I can't even remember his real name, which is why I'm calling him Nat. Uh, and I haven't had to change the name or anything because... Um, uh, we were in, oh God, must have been about the, the fourth year, fifth year, something like that. And uh, we were all sat in the classroom <laughs> and I was, uh, I was forced to take history um, as, a, as an option in school in my fourth year when we had our options. I was forced to take history because, uh, you know, there was only places left on that one, really. History and geography. Oh, Burton, you want history and geography, all right. Yes, sir. Uh, so I ended up doing that and that was in my uh, history class and we started to talk and most of our history class was completing us a bollocks it wasn't it wasn't interesting in whatever way shape or form I don't know who wrote the curriculum in those days but we didn't cover any of the interesting stuff the Roman Empire the fall of the Roman Empire the invasion of Britain we didn't cover any of that stuff all we did was complete bollocks, basically, that was boring as fuck. And I blame the teacher, but I always blame my teacher. My, the teachers at my school, though, were all dropouts from other schools. They were the sort of teachers that no other school would touch. That's why they ended up with our school. But anyway, so um, we sat there and uh, it was, we'd all got in um, and the teacher came in and we happened to be discussing some program that we'd seen on uh, on uh, the Nazi occupation of uh, Poland and then, you know, um, and what they did in France and all the rest of it. And so this guy is at the, <laughs> at the back and he, he pipes up with, and he always was a twat. He's, he pipes up with, um, I, don't, I don't think they were wrong in the ideas. I think it was more to do with the way they went about it. 
what? <laughs> no, the Nazis and that. They weren't they weren't wrong in what they were saying because their country was being overtaken by the Jews. But they, they were they were quite sort of just just wrong in the way they did it, really. Oh fucking hell <laughs> We um we ever since then uh called him Nazi. And uh, is the Nazi in today? Where's the Nazi? And that got shortened in later on in the fifth year and when we left school to Nat. And that's how he got the name Nat, because he sat there and stuck up for the Nazis. (laughs) How could you possibly have any justification whatsoever for Nazi Germany. It's just unbelievable. He just really is unbelievable. That's that's how he got his name anyway. Now, um, Nat lived uh, not very far away, actually, from me. And occasionally you'd see him in, in the pub um, and he'd come over and he'd say hello. And he, he, was, he was a bit of a twat. I've <laughs> mentioned that. But he was always a wannabe, you know. He was, he was a wannabe. So, what are you guys doing today? You going? Where are you going today? You you going out to, 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 to hype some cars? Are you to hype some cars? Hype? You mean repo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Repo. You gonna repo? You gonna repo? I can repo. I'm really good at repoing. Uh, do you even know what repoing is? Yeah, yeah. Of course I do. Of course I do. I know how to repo. I can fucking repo all day long, mate. Oh fuck. <laughs> He was always just on the fringes of everything that we did. And after about, I mean, it must have been two years after we left school. And uh, he was working, uh, funnily enough, as a carpenter. And he'd already been in a job in a car factory and got sacked. He'd already been in, I think, where else did, oh yeah, he worked at uh, an auto supply place as a driver. Um, one of these companies that supply the small garages with parts and he would deliver the parts, right? And he, he fucked up the works van. And not how you think. <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I heard this. Seriously. I, I'm sitting there one day, right? And a mate of mine uh, comes around my flat and he says, have you heard about Nat? I says, no, what? He says, he's been sacked. So that's it. Well, that's not a surprise. No, no, he's been sacked for setting fire to the works van. Why did he set fire to the works van? He was trying to fit a stereo. <laughs> and he set fire to the van. How can... <laughs> it is really difficult to set fire to a car, let me tell you. <laughs> been there, seen it and done it. You can, it. The easiest way is to use petrol. But Jesus, just doing electrics, he set fire to the van. Oh, my God. <laughs> he got sacked. Oh, God. Right. So um, after quite a while of, of now, I mean, uh, you know, I'd give you our kind of average uh, Saturday night, if you like. Now, our Saturday night consisted of seven o'clock, eight o'clock, meet up in the pub, have a few bevies, go into town, have a few bevies, go and find a nightclub, right? Now, Nat used to always come to the pub. He never came into town with us. We wouldn't allow it. But he'd always come to the pub and he'd always come up and say hello. And usually it'd be just, oh, fuck off, Nat. (laughs) (laughs) Or sometimes we'd be more polite. But anyway, so this particular day, he he comes up and he says, "Um, 
oh, I've, uh, oh, oh, I'm not working as a carpenter anymore. Really? What are you doing now then? Oh, I'm working at... Uh, and he, he mentioned the name of a place in Coventry. I was like, oh, really? And it was a, a car parts place, but this was a retail place. You could um, you could literally go in and order parts. Now, at that time, they were quite big on, or the government had become quite big on needing to produce documents to get a number plate made. And it was becoming a bit of a pain in the ass, to be honest. So we said to Nat, oh, well, that's brilliant, Nat. Can you get number plates made? Oh, yeah, I'll get number plates made all day long. I'm fucking brilliant, number plates. Oh, yeah, really good. Yeah, it's not that difficult, Nat. <laughs> so we said, uh, well, if um, if you can get number plates made, then maybe you can be our go-to guy for number plates. He was like, oh, brilliant, brilliant. That made me it's like part of the team now. I'm part of the team. Yay. <laughs> Oh God! Yes, Nat, you're part of the team. Oh, brilliant, brilliant! I'll get number plates made all day long. Yeah. So anyway, um, about a week later, we had a situation where uh, we needed to go out and uh, let's just say retrieve a vehicle from a place that we wouldn't normally be asked to retrieve a vehicle from. Now, what it was was. In Coventry, there was a road called the Kenilworth Road, and it was very, very posh, really posh. Like it, the, these days, it would be all million pound houses, okay? And little estates. I mean, not big enough estates to warrant, you know, your own land or whatever, but they were relatively, you know, well to do places. And most of these places are like five, six bedroom houses. And they were all done it some of them in Tudor style and some of them, you know, you know, this sort of place. And uh, what happened was the son of a guy who was a fairly, you know, well up businessman had decided to take out uh, a, a kind of, you know, a car on a weekly basis cash wise. And uh, he hadn't paid his bills. His dad fucking hated him, apparently, which is why his dad wouldn't buy him a car in the first place. But, you know, we had to go and get this car back. The only problem is it's behind a set of iron gates. So we were like, oh, fucking hell. Right, okay. Now, the only way of doing this, we thought, I mean, uh, the guy that commissioned us to do the job, by the way, he was so fucking pissed at this kid it, that he said, you know, I don't care if you crash this fucking car and write it off, all right, just, or destroy the car. The kid is not having the car, all right, simple as that. So that was easy enough for us. So we either got the car if the gates were open or if the gates weren't open, we did, we did the car and uh, turned it into a piece of scrap. So that was the idea anyway. So we, we all uh, t uh, t sort of, you know, tally over to this guy's place. Now, the idea was we were going to get Nat to get us some number plates for a minibus that we were going to go in because we were going en masse, right? And uh, so, anyway, Nat came in and, it, you know, the particular day that we were going to go and do it, it was midday, we're in the pub. Nat comes in holding a set of number plates. Here, guys, I've got them. Nat, shut the, shut the fuck down. <laughs> you fucking twat. Sit the fuck down! Don't show everybody! Bloody hell! Oh, right, right, it's a secret, it's a secret, sorry. <laughs> Fucking hell! We went in the car park, we put these um, number plates on this minibus. We had a few more beers, decided uh, we were meeting up at about 8 o'clock. And uh, Nat uh, was begging absolutely begging to come with us right and we were like oh no we're not taking that with 
<laughs> but what we said was, okay, I'll tell you what, um, Nat can be the driver, all right? <laughs> so we can just let him drive the bus. I mean, surely. Okay, let's let him drive the bus. So we, we met up in the pub at uh, kind of, you know, late that night. It's just getting dark. And Nat's, uh, you know, all excited. And he's all like, oh, I can't wait, can't wait. For you. I'm part of the team. Yeah, shut the fuck up. And uh, we all went off down to this guy's house. Now, um, we got uh, to within about 20 yards of these uh, gates. And they were... They, I don't think they were electronic gates, if I remember correctly, but they were a big set of fucking iron gates, right? And uh, so, you know, we, we decided what we're going to do is the best way. I mean, we, we did a recce around the house, and we thought, well, the best way is go over the wall at the front of some bushes that will hide us from doing it. We got over the wall at the front. Now, the guy's got alarms all over his house, but we're not interested in the house. We only want the car. So, you know, as long as we stay sort of in the garden and away from uh, those uh, lights that come on, if we're anywhere near the place, then, you know, we should be okay. So anyway, uh, four of us went over the wall and uh, Nat's, you know, outside, (laughs) outside in the bus. And there's two guys on watch, right? One either side of the thing. So, and it, so there's there's like six of us and Nat. So anyway, we went in. The car's there, and uh, the car was open with the keys in it. And we're thinking, well, that's piece piss then. So we went over to go and check the gates. And the next thing we heard was, the what the fuck, you know? Nat's outside blasting the horn, and then the van drives off. <laughs> fuck are you going (laughs) Nat had seen in the distance now the Kenilworth Road let me tell you is a very long straight road and you can see for miles down it Nat had seen a pair of flashing blue lights about two miles down the road and decided that they must be coming after him and he'd driven off I can't believe it so anyway, we all went to ground, right, and absolutely kind of dipped our heads in the bushes. <laughs> I dived into a fucking bush. <laughs> One of my mates, he caught, <laughs> he caught the rose bush. Oh Jesus! Oh, it took us ages to get those bobs. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we've all gone to ground. And uh, there's no movement in the house, so we know that we're safe. No, of none of the lights came on, so we know that we're okay. And we're all kind of like, "What do we do now?" <laughs> Where the fucking hell is he? <laughs> and uh, anyway, about five minutes later, we hear. Stop using the fucking horn. <laughs> you can see the van, the other side of the gates. Now, the, he'd obviously realised the police car wasn't for him. And he'd just driven around the block and come back. And we thought, OK, back onto the plan, back onto the plan. Now, we then went to have a look at the gates. And uh, a couple of us, you know, kind of went up to the gates and had a look. And uh, we could hear Nat driving the van. And 
we thought, what the fucking hell? And I thought, he's doing a U-turn. Oh, he's, he's doing a three-point turn so that we're facing the other way when we get back in the van. All right, and I'm thinking, well, there's no need for that, really, because we can get out the other side of Kenilworth Road, but whatever, whatever. Okay, away driver, we're fine. In this three-point turn, he only really completes the first point of three and then slams the fucker in reverse <laughs> and aims it at the gates. <laughs> he put his foot down like you wouldn't believe and smashes into these gates in this fucking transit van and uh, we were by the gates we were next to the damn gates getting ready to open them getting ready to do the lock and open the gates and he comes smashing through the gates in the <laughs> van <laughs> we, we absolutely dived for cover right we dived for cover and then he leans out the window and he's like, quick, get in, get in. It's a rescue. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, my God. Now, what are you doing? <laughs> so, um, the four of us that were in the compound, we just thought, abort, abort. Let's <laughs> in the back of this van and because he'd smashed through the gates we couldn't get the back doors open they were all buckled and fucked and we, <laughs> we stood there four of us trying to pull at the back of these gates the, the, pull at the back of the, the van doors all the lights have gone on in the house uh, the um, lights that cover the garden have all gone on um, the, and we could, oh God, there's movement in the house all over the place. And we're desperately trying to get in the back of this van. And of course we can't. Now the two spotters, they dived in through the passenger side door and just basically, you know, gone over the back into the back of the van. And we're kicking fuck out these doors, <laughs> trying to get them to open. And they wouldn't open. So anyway, we ran round the van. And we, we all got in, and it was like the Keystone Cops, those four of us all trying to squeeze into the space for one person. Quick, get in the van, get in the van. And uh, anyway, uh, we all kind of, we got in. Uh, there were shouts coming from the house, and uh, the van took off. Nat was driving, and he fucking floored it, and we went down one street, another street, another street, and then what we decided to do, we had a mate that lived not far from that. So we ditched the van and uh, we um, basically went to our mate's house who was not very far away in a place called uh, um, Stichel. So we went down to his place and uh, he basically gave us a lift back to the pub we got in our own cars. Um, there wasn't a great deal of thought uh, being kind of... Um, talks, if you like. There, there, there wasn't... People were thinking, how do I best kill Nat? <laughs> but nobody was saying, and Nat's going, well, that was a close one, wasn't it? <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, we got back to the pub, we got in the cars, and I said to the boys, my place, and Nat went, oh, I'll see you there. And said, not you. 
<laughs> so we went back to my place and we had a good few beers. A couple of days later, uh, the police turned up at uh, Nat's place of work. And uh, apparently, when Nat had smashed into these gates, the number plate that we'd put on had fallen off. And unfortunately, it had the name of the place the number plate was made all over the back of the fucking number plate. Oh, fucking hell. So they're talking to Nat, who's behind the counter. Do you, uh, do you recognise making this number plate, sir? And Nat's going, oh, no, officer, no, I can't, I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember anything. I, can't, I don't know what I have for breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. I don't know. Maybe one of the other people. It might be a long time ago. I don't know. Oh, fucking hell. The cops knew that he knew something because he was obviously fucking lying. And we're in the pub that night. He comes bursting in. And from the door, he starts shouting, boys, 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 I've got the filth on me. I've got the filth on me. You don't shout that in that kind of pub. <laughs> you really don't. Because the other entrance to the pub got very crowded very quickly. <laughs> and they thought that the police were raiding the place. And he caused a fucking riot in the pub. Anyway, landlord, uh, after about half an hour, we'd all calmed down. We realised what was going on. And the landlord insisted that Nat get barred. <laughs> and Nat explains to us what's going on. And we're saying, Nat... If you fucking say anything, we are going to remove your kneecaps. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know it works. I know it works. No, I'll stay silent. I'll, I'm not graft. I'm not, not even the super graft. I'm this is a normal person. So I'm not going to say anything because I, no, I look after my own. So, no, we are not your own. <laughs> Nothing happened to Nat. The cops didn't bother coming back to him. And as it happens, we uh, we managed to get the car back. Um, in Well, I'll tell you how we got the car back, to be honest. About, I don't know, maybe four or five days after that, uh, we did a sting on this guy, and we had a car parked in the Kenilworth Road waiting for the guy to come out. And he did come out. He was in the car. He went down the road, and basically we just, like, went to overtake him and at the end of the Kenilworth Road went into a little village and there was a garage on the right there and uh, just before the garage and that, that garage he was a friendly he was one of ours uh, just before that garage we basically tailed the car and so it went into a spin and the guy got out and he's like what the fuck what the fuck and so he then got a severe smack in the mouth and told he needs to pay his bills and then we grabbed the car and took it into that garage. And, uh, of course, you know, we then said to him, if you want to go and call the police, um, you're quite welcome, but that car never fucking existed, mate. And uh, the garage owner is, like, stood next to us when we're saying that. So he, he had no choice. What do I do now? I suggest you fucking walk home, you little prick. And, by the way, you owe such and such uh, 500 quid. And you better pay that or else, you know, the next car we go and take is your dad's Jag. So anyway, he went off with a flea in his ear. We managed to get the car back. Um, all, you know, happiness and light at the end of the day. We got paid to do the job. Um, the kid got a message. I think his dad got a message that it was something to do with the kid, which is why his gates got smashed. 
The police really didn't give a fuck. I don't know why they didn't give a fuck, but they didn't seem to pursue it very heavily. And, uh, you know, we went on uh, with our lives. Nat was never asked to get involved in anything we ever did again, ever. <laughs> he just wasn't. <laughs> and he, in fact, he moved to Leicester. Uh, Nat moved to Leicester in, oh God, I guess about my mid-twenties, probably a little bit less than that, early mid-twenties, because, I know he moved to Leicester because, I mean, he didn't, he didn't kind of, he did come back in the pub a few times, but, you know, he very, very quickly got the message that he wasn't welcome, that he'd fucked up, and, uh, we basically, somebody told him, you know, Nat, this life ain't for you, mate, don't get involved in this, because you're just going to end up in fucking jail, you haven't got the cojones to be involved in something like this and you certainly haven't got the smarts and he accepted that I think and uh, anyway he carried on his own sweet way and then he went off to Leicester and he ended up working behind a bar in Leicester so uh, you know that was the last I heard of him I know he was in the bar in Leicester because I bumped into him but anyway uh, that was the the story of Nat the story of Nat the gangster <laughs> Nat the failed gangster. <laughs> oh, God. And that was Nat the twat. <laughs> You've enjoyed this one. <laughs> As ever, guys, I will see you on the dark side. Thanks very much for listening. And don't forget to leave a comment in the comment section. I'll see you soon. Take care, boys and girls. Welcome to the world of digital sound. Oh, sister.